Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's FitPro podcast. This week, we will be speaking to Matt Gleed about CPD education. Matt, it's great to have you with us today. Please begin by introducing yourself to all the FitPros out there. So, my name is Matt Gleed. I'm a full-time master trainer for several different companies. A lot of my work is going around different gyms, which are either having refurbs or um, starting up and helping the staff get to understand the equipment and kind of improving their standard of uh, offering for their personal training or class instruction or whatever their duties might be at the health club. Great. And you're, and you're with Matrix, aren't you, as well? Yeah, so uh, a, a few companies I work for are Matrix, Walk Bike, or with Powerplate and TRX, and also work for a couple of other companies where I write content for them, which are you know both in this country and over in the US as well. Fantastic stuff. So thinking about fitness education, why why is ongoing education so important for fit pros? And it might be interesting to know which online courses you have completed recently and how you'd say they have benefited you as a trainer. Okay, well, I think the, the, the first thing to kind of think about is when you're doing a level of education, you're not expected to know everything. It's not like when you go to school, you're expected to know the alphabet and your time's table straight away. You kind of, you learn a little bit and then later on you kind of learn how you can use that as well. And I always think that it's quite similar in the fitness world where once you enter in doing your maybe a level two gym instructor's award or you do your personal training award, or maybe it's going into the classroom, what you learn is effectively an element of it. But what you've got to do is you've got to carry on learning because it improves your knowledge, but it also allows you to practice your communication. And there's always layers to everything. You can't be expected to understand everything straight away. So the more that you spend time with content and the more you look into something, it's always going to help people establish a, a better way of finding what bits of information they need to know and also then how they can apply it to the customer, the member, the client that they've got as well. Fantastic. One of the things that I would say on that one as well is that education, live education is great because you can get a lot of information from you know somebody who's been there and done it from experience. But the online education, sometimes it gives you access to, to information that you wouldn't be able to go and get. So things like reports or white papers where you're actually looking at some of the science behind things stuff and obviously it's a massive commitment isn't it if you're going to take up an online course and education what advice would you give trainers on how to balance you know their business and if they want to take up a new a new course how did you effectively manage that well when i first started gym instructing and personal training so i mean i was probably about 18 and i'd moved back from america and 
I was lucky enough over in America to be doing a lot of sports coaching with some, some fairly big institutes over there. And when I came back into the personal training world, I found myself working every other weekend, which is, you know, no surprise in the fitness industry. We, we often work weekends and it was that sort of weekend on, weekend off, which meant that I, I was struggling to play the sports that I wanted to because of that work commitment. So I found myself wanting to kind of, you know, follow a career path at that point. So I would quite often on the weekends, which I wasn't working, go and do a day of studying. And I, I did some very interesting courses. I did, you know, workshops on all sorts of things. I mean, aqua yoga was one of them at one point, you know, and I, I've never seen anybody teach a class of doing yoga in the swimming pool since doing that. But I mean, it just shows that there was some, some very interesting courses out there, which mm. may not always be, you know, the, 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 the most effective courses but actually the you know, the person who taught it gave me a great insight as to different communications you can always learn something from different courses but I was very much doing you know especially I would say probably about six months I was doing a lot of qualification and it wasn't just to kind of start teaching new classes or to go and learn new things but I wanted to stay in that kind of environment and it was a great way of networking and, and learning and meeting different people to kind of see what paths kind of opened up in, in that sort of respect as well. Brilliant. And, and which courses would you say are currently trending in the industry? I mean, you know, mental health, I personally would say, you know, is, is a massive, massive area and, and also something that, you know, trainers should be more aware of and should be using ongoing education in that respect. Which courses are you kind of looking around at the moment? Which courses do you think personal trainers should be tapping into? I think there's, there's a lot of information now on, on pre and postnatal exercise and kind of, you know, the, the, the way that, you know, the body goes through so much change when, you know, you are pregnant and obviously after you've given birth, you know, it's, it's not really medically sound in terms of, you know, you might have a, a health visitor who comes along and asks you a few questions about whether you, you know, you're feeling like you've got moody blues and, you know, if everything's okay, you can pretty much be back to exercise quite quickly, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're ready for you know, a personal trainer to come in and start doing, you know, exercises which are just too much. I think a lot of personal trainers need to start to understand um, what the body goes through. I mean, the, a, a friend of mine who teaches on this actual subject, she, and I thought it was brilliant when she did this, she actually likened it to doing an Ironman, which, you know, has reference to me, that if you think some labours can be going on for, you know, 15 hours plus, well, I mean, that's how long I would train for almost uh, nine months, maybe to do an event like an Ironman, and it might take the same amount of time. But yes, <laughs> the, the, the pregnant lady who does that birth, she's just gone through that. And mm. you're almost saying, like, well, you know, two months, three months later, you can go back to full exercise. Well, I didn't have the energy reserves after doing my first Ironman to train hard for quite a few months as well. And it's just the way that you've got to treat yourself as an athlete, even just going through birth. It's a, it's a very traumatic experience. There can be a lot of complications. So I think personally you have to almost train your body for giving birth like you would do train your body for an endurance event. You know, there, there are a lot of similarities there. Interesting. Um, interesting perspective. Um, so we had a, Fitbit actually had a really, res, really positive response from our neuro trainer blog from Tim Webster, which we'd like to talk about today. Should personal trainers be branching out into the neurological market? Is it an area that you're interested in personally? And, and, and would you take a course if there was one? Yeah, I, I think it's a very hot topic as well. I think, you know, the, the way that I'm reading the, 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 the actual report, 145,000 people who are suffering from Parkinson's and MS. You know, there's a lot of people out there which traditionally wouldn't go and exercise. It was almost deemed like, oh, you just naturally go to the gym, so they don't do 
market by being that sort of a person. I've, I've worked with people who, with supporters that have been on, they've, they've come to me and they've, they've talked about what they do and they have little practices set up which work really closely with community settings where they actually go out to people which have got symptoms like this or conditions and also working with medical, other medical professionals, so whether it be a, a, a GP referral scheme, where they can actually start to support those people. So it is a specialist topic which I think if a personal trainer has got an insight into that, it could be very financially rewarding for them and, and I think quite you know, emotionally rewarding as well because you know, it's the sort of topic I think where I'd imagine the majority of people who kind of go down that route have probably either got a family member or a friend, some sort of relative who has got some sort of condition which kind of gives them an insight. Because um, it's not, it, it's not it, like most person trainers join to kind of the, the, the gym business as such because they've got an insight into fitness. So to go into that particular niche, I think most people have an insight into it so it'll be passion-led which I think is great because it does show that those passionate people need to get education and so having a course on it would be, would be brilliant really. It is something that I'm interested in with some of the work I do with PowerPlate. We're looking at whole body vibration which you know, increases the neurological pathways and it starts to get the firing mechanisms within the body to be quite heightened which allows people to get better benefits. So it's something which I've looked into in the past and, and, and I use it you know, on a weekly basis. Fantastic. And you mentioned earlier about the, the aqua yoga course that you did, but you didn't actually yeah. apply it straight away. I guess some trainers might go along to these courses, well, obviously or from, from remotely from home when they're doing the online education. They might be wondering, I'm really interested in doing that course, but it doesn't mean much to me now. I guess my question is, how do you carry on that education so you know you, you are implementing it, even if you're not actually implementing it straight away with your clients? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, at the moment I'm, I'm doing, I, I carry on doing courses at the moment and, you know, some of the, one of the online courses I'm doing at the moment is actually with PTA Global and it's about behaviour change and I'm not actually working, I think I'm working with maybe two personal trainers on a weekly basis at the moment. Now, those are, you know, the personal training clients and the trainers that I work with, it's actually, you know, quite often it's, it's storing knowledge and it's kind of banking it so that when you do find yourself in a situation which you're needing to that you've got it in, in kind of the back of your mind ready to use. Uh, the way I look about it is it's almost like a library. You, you know, you don't have every single book open, it's just when you need to. You know, you, you look through what you have got and you open it up and you can go back to reference it, go and, you know, just bring it back to the front of your mind when you need it. Because that way you're making a conscious decision about when and what to use as opposed to just kind of make the old things and it take it till you make it. I'd rather have a, a large library and, and be able to go and reference what I need to at any time rather than have to go, oh, I don't know, I'll go and have to look that up. And there's always an element that you can go and get further education on a topic when it becomes more relevant to that trainer. But it's always good to have a, a, a bigger you know, store of knowledge with. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks so much for your time, Matt, um, discussing the CP education. Is there anything you'd like to add? No, I, I just think that you know, the, the, the topic of education is a really important one. It, it keeps going round in circles about the importance of it. Um, I just believe that there's more and more personal trainers coming into the industry at the moment and a lot of them are getting a very basic level of qualification and it is starting to, um, in, my, in my belief, almost reduce the kind of the value of some personal trainers who've gone into mm. further education and I think, you know, going forward there will be the divide in, you know, somebody who is a personal trainer working at a gym, you know, and they turn out workouts. But at the same time, you know, people who are going into niche markets who understand a lot more and become specialists at things, 
I do think that eventually that market will start to create a bit of a gap and, and personal trainers will be recognised for their value and, and education will give them that extra value really. Fantastic. Yeah, I guess as well, you know, personal trainers have a moral obligation for their clients to provide them, you know, with the up-to-date evidence-based research to provide them, you know, with, you know, their own ongoing education. So, you know, it's an important thing, not you don't just do the course, tick it off, and then that, then you sit back for, you know, 20 years and just keep meeting different clients. I think there's a, you know, really important message there, Matt, you know, they must keep doing the courses to keep updating their own knowledge. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by a, a bunch of peers who are, you know, working with different companies and different organisations. And, and whenever there is a, you know, a, a group of us which get together, we do talk about, you know, what have you done recently? What are you writing at the moment? Where are you getting your content from? You know, what references have you got which are, are good at the moment? So, you know, we collaborate on a lot of different topics when we write content. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting that, you know, out of all of us, we're probably all going on and doing courses and we're all sharing the books that we're reading and, you know, we have some great catch-ups over the phone just while we're driving to teach different courses just about, you know, what, are you, what have you learned recently or what have you been up to? So, I mean, we're, we're doing on, on you know, continuous learning all the time. So I think, you know, if, if the personal trainer is actually, you know, dealing with potentially, you know, 20 to 30 personal training clients a, a week, you know, if they're not putting in a, a few hours a week to go and learn something or, you know, a, a day, a month to kind of go and, and do a workshop, they, they are going to miss out because they all become stale in what they know. And there's more and more evidence and research being done all the time. So it, it really is an endless pot, really, that you've got to get yourself into. Thanks so much for your time today, Matt. No Thanks so much for having me on. For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoy the today's podcast and see you next time.